Poo out of one side of the mouth and drink deeply from the oh, other. God! <laughs> Bro, that's an actual post. It says black diamonds? Yeah. No. It's the black diamond apple. It's a rare apple. I am going to fact check you with right a, now. With a jet black hue. <laughs> Tell you what, next time you have a, a headache, Mark, what I want you to do is go find an aspen tree. Oh, I know. And just run your tongue up the pole of it. <laughs> Natch, episode 148, the podcast from the future. Yep. I'm just catching just up trolling, on the news. Trawling. Trawling, right? Trawling. This came up this morning. I, Nikki and I were talking about, I believe, trawling for something. Like when you're, if you're trawling, it's almost like you're fishing, right? T-R-A-U-L. Trawling. T-R-A-W-L? It's one of the, I think it's W. But then trolling, of course. But it would be easy to, you know, those... Two activities could seem to overlap in the social media era. So we were being distinct about it, you know? Intentional with your word. Trolling or... Trowling? Trawling? Trolling? I think it's... Or are they the same word? And then there's troll... No, it's the same... Oh, man. Troll... Oh, you... It's the rabbit hole, man. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I think all three are in use. All three in the same spelling? T-R-A-U-T-R-O-W-T-R-O-L-L. I got to get on the mic this episode. Last episode, I was all over the place. Um, All three are in use, and they all kind of have the same meaning, essentially. Just whether or not you're fishing specifically, Mm. or if you're metaphorically fishing. Well... See, I I would think of internet trolling as you're being like a troll under a bridge. like Like you're popping out and bashing people over the head and then hiding. Trolling uses individual lines with baited hooks. And that's trolling or troweling? What's the spelling on that one? God, I'm going to go to wowhead.com. How about OED? Dot because it's telling me trolling or trolling. All right. Episode 148 is, trolling or trolling? I don't trawling. think we should go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. There's good. no simple answer. You can't right, type I'll in the word trawling and see what it's... I'm going to go to Merriam. God damn it. Or just, are you using Apple Dictionary? Is that what's going on there? I'm just going to go to Merriam Webster. Merriam Webster. OED. I think you need a subscription to use the OED one. Troll. Troll. Okay. Troll. Verb. T-R-O-L-L. Okay. To fish for by trolling. To fish by trolling in. To fish. To pull through the water in trolling. To search in or at. That's definition one. Definition two. To antagonize others online. Oh my goodness. See? By deliberately posting inflammatory, irrelevant, or offensive comments. Well, what's funny is because I was we were talking about someone using social media to troll, but only but in the fishing sense, not in the clubbing oh my gosh. sense. Isn't that interesting, Mark? Troll, T-R-A-U-L, just does not even come up. Okay, that let's just let's, this is limiting some options. T-R-A-W- yeah, this wasn't that rabbity of a rabbit hole. T-R-A-W-L, to fish with a trawl, to make a search as if by trawling. Oh, see? So troll Definition and troll. two is troll, T-R-O-L-L. Oh, I see. So it's like maybe... Boros, boros. Boros, boros. Oh! Uh-oh, that <clears throat> looked painful. That's, we're good. Episode 148. Troll or Troll. Troll or Troll. By troll or by troll, we will get through this. I was just going to tell you that Katy Perry has been accused of sexual misconduct and Donald Trump is trying to buy Greenland. I'd heard about that. (laughs) What a bold move that is. I think it has to do with golf, probably. All the ice melting and he's picturing like a verdant expanse. Just a golf golf. haven. (laughs) You know. Or to hide out. Shake his little booty out there. I don't like picturing that so much. I'll bet you do. Episode 148. Should we go to the socials? Uh, 
Fapcast of the future. Fapcast? I just made up a word. Fap? You didn't make up that word. Oh, Fapcast. <laughs> yeah, Fapcast. I think someone's probably used the term Fapcasting already. I'll bet you it's, on the, it's in iTunes right now. Should I go check it out? Why don't you out? search uh, <laughs> Fapcast while I look up our... Uh-huh. Fapcast. There's a Twitter account. <laughs> Called Fapcast? There it is. iHeartRadio. There's the Fapcast by Faplin. Apple Podcast, the Fapcast. Ugh, I've got a gravelly voice today. Oh, it's got a little meme thing. One rating. Only one person and only uh, one episode. Two episodes. Do they have titles or is it just Fapcast 1, Fapcast 2? One five-star rating. A good pop culture podcast or something. It's good to see these guys back to recording their podcast. That's, whoa, whoa, what was in 2016? Episode, video games and YouTube. Episode, Sky Saga and Cons. Oh, so it's like different forms of fapping. It sounds like it's not just about, or is it things you could fap to? Like, here's some good video games. YouTube, here's some good video games to fap with. Or are they saying like these pastimes are essentially who, who does, what? faps? Don't you know what fapping is? Yeah. I'm saying I'm trying to just ad- surmise the content. You're surmising the content? Are they talking about here's a video game that's fap worthy that you could find some fap material in? In a video, oh, or are right. they saying, in a broader sense, video games and YouTube's are forms of fapping or mental masturbation? There they are. Look at those four guys. Ooh, it's like a circle fap. <laughs> Fairly awesome at Fapcast, a podcast about well anything really, dormant since 2015. It's all fodder for the fap. These is, guys are these guys are fapping. Yep. Big fap. Fap hard or go home. Big fap. Uh, no you, fap. Mark, what do you think about certain ingredients, certain things that we eat being triggers for disease? You've done a lot of research product projects out there in the field. I think... Is um, that a topic? Yeah. Is it? Of course. Okay. Okay, because I, I don't know if you knew this, but scientists... Jesus. ...has discovered that milk from cows has, quote, the most relevant carcinogen ever identified and, quote, turns on cancer. What is it? Comes to us from Alkali- Alkaline Vegan News. Casein. 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 Please. Is the most relevant chemical carcinogen ever identified. Make no mistake about it. Casein. What Please. we learned along the way is that we could turn on and turn off cancer. Turn it on by increasing casein consumption. Please. Turn it off by decreasing said casein consumption. Uh, uh, let's see. Pretty startling is what they're saying. Uh. Why casein is one of the best proteins you can take. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that quote that I was reading was from Dr. T. Colin Campbell. Why don't you Google that name? T. Colin Campbell. I love it. This is the... We're digging. Mark. Whoa. He looks looks like he's got a few feathers up his butt. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Look at that. He is excited to tell you what he thinks. He might have a ministry. All right, he's an American biochemist, according to... What? Okay. He runs the Center for Nutrition Studies at Cornell. He's from Cornell? I think so. Oh, so he might be... Uh, maybe really did a little so bit. he's earned your respect. That's all it takes, is an Ivy League school to earn the respect yeah. of, of Mark Brush, my co-host here on NatchCast. Just kidding, Natch. Episode 148, Troller Trawl. Remember that? Yep. He is the Jacob Gould Sherman Professor Emeritus of Nutritional Biochemistry at Cornell University, but I do not trust Alkaline Vegan News to interpret his research. Mark, this is a direct quote. According to Alkaline Vegan News. Uh, they put a source link in here. Okay, let me verify that source right go, now. Go to collectiveevolution.com. <laughs> We're what? teaching people how to how to dig deep, Mark. Yeah, this is what you got to do with media. This, this is day and age. Question everything. Um, so journalism in action. Is it all one word? CollectiveEvolution.com? Collective-evolution. Okay, Pardon me. Let's, let's try that. That was relevant to the uh, URL. Because so far, nothing. Joker. Okay, I am there. Um, oh, boy. 
Are there articles? To, can you? Is there a search bar? Yeah. Just search scientist milk. <laughs> I think it'll come up. It's in, in the URL. It's be easier than typing this all in, Mark. Life hack. Can we just call this episode scientist milk? Here. Episode 148, scientist milk. Scientist explains how cow's milk leaches calcium from your bones and makes them weaker. What? Hmm. There he is. Or you could search for casein. That's the guy. Let me see if it's uh, lactose intolerance, metabolic acidosis. Hmm. I'm interested in metabolic acidosis. One thing animal protein does is trigger metabolic acidosis. This happens when the body produces too much acid and becomes very acidic, which can be caused by multiple things, including the absorption of casein found in animal protein. Huh. Look at that. Alkaline vegan news just blew your mind a little bit. Casein makes up almost 90% of the protein in a cow's milk. When the body experiences this type of acidosis, it actually forces the body to compensate by leaching calcium from the bones to help neutralize the increased acidity. All of the over time, all of this can have severe and detrimental effects on bone health, and studies have shown this. <laughs> Thank you. Studies have shown this. Well, that's a Cornell man, Mark. We have been misled. Studies have also shown that animal protein can turn on cancer. This mainly comes from the work of Dr. Colin Campbell, an American biochemist. Blah 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 blah. Cornell baby. Oh man, they study it. How ironic is it that medical doctors ugh, talk about acidosis? You've got some acidosis. What is that plume of smoke? Oh, you got the. Oh, that was just incensing me. Just setting a stay, a scene, Mark, creating a mood. The China study. He's very famous for the China study. All I've right, Josh, I, I accept your post. All right. Well, see, that's there's a lesson, uh, and it's a strange one indeed, because the thing about the internet, Mark, is there's no context, right? Mm. So you got to create your own context. You know, by searching, by you cross-referencing. Do. You got to be an active consumer. That is responsible internet use, inaction. And that, my friend, is the future. <laughs> Try doing that for every headline you ever run across during the day. I don't, not every headline, but anything that like feels like it might change the way you feel about something or mm. if it reinforces an existing belief. You, you, you owe it to yourself. You can't take shortcuts with this stuff. Mm-mm. This is your life. And it's passing you by. Scientist milk. Did you know that when you eat just three carrots, gives you enough energy to walk five miles? Whoa! Carrots were first grown not as food, Mark, but as medicine. That's a holy root right there, carrots. Is that... How would I even verify that? Figure out the biochemical I mean, I believe I could, if I woke carrots? up in the morning and ate three carrots, <laughs> I do not think I'd have trouble walking three miles. Yeah, but what if you didn't eat the three carrots? I could probably still walk three miles. <laughs> yeah, I still do. But okay, There's maybe that'd be an interesting energy test. equivalence that they've. Maybe missed. we should go on a morning walk. We could record a podcast while we walk, and one of us will have eaten three carrots, and one won't, and one won't, and we'll throw it to the audience who performed best. <sighs> We're becoming journalists again. Hey, I never stopped. <sighs> you never stopped. You didn't. Oh, God, I never started. No, I did. Um, Once al- it wants, it's in you. Alkaline mashed it stays potatoes. in you. <laughs> Bro bananas are a great alkaline substitute for mashed potatoes. Bro bananas? Burro. The trick is to use very green burro bananas. They're high in potassium and also contain significant amount of vitamin B, C, fiber, and magnesium. Um, magnesium. You're also going to get some phosphorus, magnesium, calcium, iron, zinc, copper, and calcium? selenium. 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 You know what's not in that list? Casein. Nope. No casein, but there no casein. are bro bananas. So wait a minute. You were interested in acidophilus? <laughs> no. The acidophilus effect? Acidosis. Um, wouldn't that tie in a bit to like alkaline? Oh, absolutely. Thing? Okay. So you are interested in that. Al- Alkalinity. Alkaline. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Interesting. You kind of. Poo-poo out of one side of the mouth and drink deeply from the oh, other. God! What? Just pearls this ep. ep. Black Diamonds, you might say. <laughs> yeah, Black Diamonds. Well, like that is a show title. Black Diamonds. Black Diamonds. <clears throat> you know what a Black Diamond is? 
Nope. It's not an, it's, it could be a podcast episode, but it's also a rare apple with. Is that an actual post on Ackline Vegan News? Or are you linking it to Black Diamond? Bro, that's an actual post. It says Black Diamonds? Yeah. No. It's the Black Diamond apple. It's a rare apple. I am going to fact check you with right a, now. With a jet black hue. I am going to Instagram. A taste sweeter than honey and crispness unmatched by any other apple. You, you're not lying. In fact, it's the most recent post from Alkaline Vegan News. Why would I make that up? Their exclusivity means they can cost up to $7 an apple and uh, you will find them only in Tibet. Look at those. Mark, do you recall when you were in Tibet? Look at that black apple. Taking romantic walks with your Sherpa? Did you see strange black fruit hanging about? Uh, Josh, I have never been to Tibet. I thought you spent seven years there. Oh, wait, that was Brad Pitt. I did go to Nepal. Oh, that's right. And hired a Sherpa. To do many things. To hike the... A piece of the Annapurna Trail, as I recall, to get to the base of Machapuchere. See who this is. Oh, boy. This is Josh. More pearls than black diamonds, he says. Um... Casein, please. Well, I'd like to try one of those black uh, diamond apples. I, I, w- I never went to Tibet. Where did you cut? We, what happened? Where are we in the story? I don't know what you're talking about. We've been recording this whole time. Oh, boy. Uh, never, went to, never went to Tibet. Our, went to um, Nepal. Did I get those fancy words on air? You did. And, I was um, able to recall that I did the, a piece of the Annapurna Trail to climb to the base of Machapuchre. Machapuchre? Machapuchre, fishtail. Fishtail. What adventures you had, Mark? A Himalaya mountain. Oh, and remember your long flowing hair back then? Yeah, I do. You looked like a rock star. <laughs> I bet people were asking for your autograph all across Asia. Yeah, Americano! Yeah, they probably thought you were like Are Jim, you? Jim Morrison or something. Yeah. Because you were wearing leather pants, no doubt. Absolutely. One pair, that's all you took on the whole trip. Took my junk out a lot. One pair of leather pants. To wear for four or five months. If they need to be washed, you just jump in the ocean. Yep. And then jump in the lake. Gets them even tighter. It does. And then just let them form fit. Oh, boy. You might even be wearing them right now, and I just can't tell. It just looks like my skin. Yep. Um, We both got uh, kids in middle school right now. We do? A a very large old middle school. Uh, Yep. We've discovered, both of us, that it's notorious for being hot in you know the opening days of the school year because it doesn't have air conditioning. Um, no, neither do either of our houses. It has the same. It has little swamp coolers, but that's a big place to swamp cool. Does it even have little swamp coolers? I think it does have some. Looked like it just had some fans there were in some windows. Fans. But this brings me to our next postmark. Watch this flawless execution here. How to make alkaline deodorant? You <sighs> might you might want to make some. For Did the any sweaty of your, young person in your life? That came up in one of our teachers. He says, "How can you help your kids during this transitional time? Deodorant, water, and snacks, or something. Yeah. They forget to eat, they forget to drink, and they smell really bad." I think it's the teachers always. I don't think the other kids care. It's the teachers who are like, "I can you put on some deodorant so I don't have to smell you?" I don't wear that much deodorant. I do, but I use. Uh, I only put it on. Couple times, three times a week, but it's like yeah, a, a tea tree stick. It's great deodorant, but you could also all what you, I do is I go out in the backyard, take a few aspen leaves, I masticate them, and then I hold the paste in my pit for a good forty-five minutes while I'm watching curb your enthusiasm. Tell you what, next time you have a, a headache, Mark, what I want you to do is go find an aspen tree. Oh, I know, and just run your tongue up the pole of it. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to keep it together. Oh, that. that was there was my flawless execution just blown. All right, look at from pole to branch, Mark, because you'll get a dose of uh, I'll get a dose of aspirin. I thought you were just supposed to put the leaf on your forehead. No, you got to lick the bark. <laughs> you tuck off the pole of it. All right. Uh, good tip. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. All right. A half cup of coconut oil. A half cup of shea butter. 
come back, come back. Five drops of therapeutic grade lavender essential oils in one. One tablespoon of key lime juice. What is? What are you, what are you giving me the recipe to? Alkaline deodorant. Oh, God. in case you want to make some for the sweaty young person in your life. And I'm just I'm talking to the audience too. The tip about the pole was just for you. That wasn't for everyone. Did you know that uh, iron increases brain function? Yep. Okay. I don't feel like reading all the text on that one, so that's good. Yep. Are you just, are these curated or are you just scrolling through the feed? No, they're curated. Okay. These are our saved posts. Okay. Then I better go in and unsave them. Watermelon after 400 years of genetic modification. All those seedlessnesses. Wild, wild watermelons. This is judging by paintings of watermelons from the 17th century. The seeds were once arranged in swirly geometric patterns. Today's uh, watermelons have bright red, juicy interior. The seeds are often removed to prevent the plants from being pollinated. Bananas after 7,000 years of genetic modification. Wild bananas cultivated at least 7,000 years ago in Papua New Guinea. Bananas were stocky and hard. They had large, tough seeds. Modern bananas. Today's tastier bananas are hybrids of two wild banana okay. varieties, Musa acuminata. We've done this Musa, topic. What? Eggplant. After 1,700 years of genetic modification, <clears throat> wild eggplants once came in a wide array of shapes and colors, from blue to yellow, and some were round. I think, you primitive, know what my throat primitive is varieties. Damn. Had a spine. What? Yeah, I got bored with you. The, um... I started, I started drinking like a half cup to... Jesus. Carrots. What? After 1,100 years of genetic modification. That's the last one, but... Uh, carrots used to be white or purple and they had a strong flavor. Of course they did. But look at, the, look at the picture. Look at the wild carrot. Yeah, that's funky. It's got roots. You're eating all that. No you one, know what that, I see when I look at that? I see progress. I don't. Which one of those looks like medicine? What did we just learn that carrots... Originally grown as medicine. Which one looks medicinal? Which one looks like art? Which one looks potent? Mm, I guess they both do. They, the, the orange <laughs> one looks like it has some potency. Yeah. I'd lick the pull of that. I think my throat is all scratchy because I started drinking coffee again. Interesting. I can't do it. Frack. You just started drinking coffee again. Well, I, I got that co-worker. I'm over progress, I tell you this. Over by Stanley. I've heard about it. Got my co-working spot. You haven't been able to talk about a lot of it just because it's... You, well, the the work that the, you do is so top secret. Gotta, <sighs> there was one that was... We talked about my dad, my uh, Madras plaid shorts. I like those shorts. Yeah. I had a pair of shorts just like that back in my uh, skate rat days. Mm-hmm. They were pretty gigantic, but uh, I love them. When did those end? So listen. Thankfully, free, they didn't, Mark. Free Logan House coffee at Progress. So you're there working, you know, you just, you know, just I'm going to go get a half cup, just a little half cup. Logan House? Which is the Stanley Market coffee shop. Oh, the roaster there? So it's good coffee. I remember that when I... That's why my voice is like this, because I'm acidosist. Sid. As a, a young marketing maven working over at Galvanize, they had you, like bottomless decent coffee. Oh, yeah. Tough. It's hard to say no. I don't hard think, to not drink too much of it. I do not think my... I think... The chemistry of my body has changed. I do not process alcohol or caffeine well. Jumpy. Mm. Lay in bed and racing thoughts even though you're tired. Hmm. Because of, I think it's because of that. I don't do think that. it's like stress. I think it's just... Caffeine. I've been drinking a lot of caffeine lately, but I've been sleeping good. Although I, I've been waking up in the night with my hands asleep lately a lot. Because like, yeah. I'm sleeping like with my arms up like this. I think I need to get a better pillow. It's just, I think, changing circulation. I noticed that at one point. I'd be like laying on the floor like this and my, maybe like go fully dead. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I told my doctor, this is, <laughs> it came up once in like a physical. I was like, yeah, like there's some numbness here, which can be bad, right? It could be like, I don't know, MS or something. It was a perfect thing for your mind to latch on. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. like, what's going on? And he's like, and I said, it is positional. Like I have to like get in a position to do it. He's like, uh-huh. You're fine. The circulation changes as you age. Maybe it happens sooner than it used to. Yeah. But you're fine. That's what you're noticing. You're doing the same thing, but you're just processing it better. 
I tell you what, I remember like when I, when I was drinking more, I don't really drink anymore. Not much anyway, like are, one a month. But are like, you, are you familiar with the Instagram account, Michael Goodhair? Uh, yeah, that guy came into our salon. It just got recommended to me and it's what a name, Michael Good, Goodhair. That's really trippy because that guy came into our salon looking for a, uh, Wondering if we had any open stations. And he's by all it. accounts, he was great. Look, he's he, 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 this could be your Instagram account, except hmm? minus the special Mavenry flair. I mean, it looks like you're... It's, hey, he's taking good pictures of hair. Good pictures happening. of hair. Does he have some nice inspiration posts? No. I like to stock a few of those. He has a website, well. Michael Good Hair. What a great name. Great name and great use of that great name. Mike, so his name is Michael Good. I would he think adds so. the hair. Why not? Look at him. Double works two ways. Stylist Michael Good specializes in that lived-in California cool girl vibe. That's an important thing to some people. Layered beach wave cuts and effortless blonde and brunette colors. Well, guess what? I'm a redhead. You? Well, I'm just imagining what if I was. You've I'm, alienated I'm all the redheads. Too. Me? No, Michael Good. Wait, I don't get it. What? Because he said he's, he he likes to do effortless blonde and brunette colors. Oh, I see. He alienated redheads. What about the what about the ginger minge? Not the minge. The gin the gingers. <laughs> what is happening to you? I got excited. All right, what were you saying? Let's move on. Can we get? Oh, to I was the- just saying. I remember one like when I sometimes if I would drink like like if I we you know stay up late drinking with people and like partying a bit. Who's we? like my wife and I back when we would drink more mm. sometimes like sleep too long in one of those weird positions yeah because you're like in some drunken stupor and then you you wake up and your whole arms asleep yeah you're like and it's like kind of scary for a sec <laughs> well because my shoulders dislocate sometimes so I would like wake up and like, right, right. like twitch Whew. just yet another reason yeah really <laughs> Yet another reason to stay away. Stay away. From all those scenes. Those scenes. K-scene. Can I get to some stay news, Stay away Josh? from that K-scene. Sin. Yeah. Smells like dirty lemons to me. Oh, really? Verb Energy plans to expand unique text commerce platform. Ooh. Quote from somebody. I'm guessing the CEO. Buy early. Essentially, what has been driving our growth is our VerbFlex subscription program, which is a text message-based subscription model that we developed in-house with our own CRM that our CTO built and developed. Taking cues from a similar It's happening. That old platform. That, although I did realize that you got it wrong last episode. You called it... What did you call it? Seek, well, it customer was, commerce or... Isn't that what Consumer he was calling commerce. it? I think it's conversational commerce. See, conversational C-com? commerce? What was it? I What's thought it was, one, it was Iris Nova, right? It was like their thing was CCOM. This, I don't think I got it wrong. I think we were reading it right off the LinkedIn page, dude. CCOM? Conversational commerce. You were calling it something out here. In the thing that I had, that I... That I put in the doc, it was not conversational. I don't think. Um, the company to date has all been transacted over text message, uh, which is a process that we call conversational commerce, which we think is going to be the next iteration of e-commerce. Uh, we think that the the connection that consumers are looking for um, with the brand actually happens through face-to-face or one-on-one contact with another person, um, and we're doing that at scale uh, with hundreds of conversations that we're managing at any given time. Every other. Even better. Well, the thing I read, though, let's find it and let's delete it from the doc. We've gone real research laptop heavy on this episode. Everybody's looking at the screens. I'm ready to move on. That was just going to be a little quick hit. Well, you made it an unquick hit by telling me (laughs) I did something wrong. I'm just want to. You made it an unquick hit. Let's see if you kept this. Oh, I'm sure I didn't keep. Oh, conversational commerce. Anyway, what we were right about, though, or I was right, is that he uh, made up a new vertical, right? 
That was the best part. I just think you got the C wrong. It's yep. about to happen. No big deal. Hey, Josh, would you show? Oh, look at there? that. We're going back and correcting that mistake. The, this is the journalist's episode. This is the corrections department. Fact checking. Hey, sorry about that. Still an impressive feat to invent a new vertical um, and then have it stolen because that's what happens. Verb edit, yep. Would you shop there? UK's first supermarket designed by public health experts launches. Hmm. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> what are you, like a cat. Um, so what's going on at this thing? If you, This is more of a visual story. It's a little bit bleak when you look at it. But here's some... What does it mean for a public health expert to design a supermarket? You're encouraging the removal of unhealthy products from eye level from checkouts, and from end-of-aisle promotions, um, unless a healthier option is also on promotion, and you want retailers to be more transparent about paid-for product placements. That I found interesting. In this world of transparency and disclosure and hashtag ad, Mm. right? Yeah. Think about the in-store experience. You don't know what's getting promoted and who's paying what to do it. In you can sort of guess. You can assume that that's all being. <laughs> yeah, why not disclose that? I'm putting this on the end cap because they paid me to do it. Then you would get people to turn away from that food and go deeper into the aisle. Comb well, on those bottom shelves. Well, shouldn't you be shopping the perimeter anyway, Mark? Of course you should. So kind of a moot point. Additionally, healthy snacks should be handed out to shopping customers, duh, whilst, whilst live food demonstrations should take place, showing how ingredients can be used to create healthy dishes. Come on. Live food? Like slaughtering of animals? Yep. Processing? <laughs> yeah. Sausage in-store, from in-store butchering. start to finish. Primal Cuts, this one you're going to love, Josh. I've I'm loved sure them all you, so I'm far. sure you've seen this story. Universal domination underway. Mm. Universal Studios? <clears throat> when Israeli lunar lander Bereshit, Bereshit crash landed onto the moon in April. Have you heard this story? <sighs> yeah. Keep going. Watched live by millions across the world, the spacecraft left a rather serious dent in the lunar, lunar surface. It also unloaded a bunch of tardigrades. Oh, I hadn't even gotten to the punchline. Water bears. The spacecraft was apparently carrying thousands of microscopic tardigrades, also known as little water bears, which are among the most resilient animals known to man. Yeah, you know, they're being uh, studied for military application, right? Like if someone got hurt on the battlefield, could they kind of slip into that weird hibernation and preserve themselves the way a tardigrade does? Mm. Self-desiccating. I just watched the whole Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. What was that like? Wonderful. I watched parts of it. It was really intense. It's very intense, but you know what it made me realize? For all of the Sturmundrang, is that right? I don't know. (laughs) For all of the hubba, for all of the agita, for all of the hair wringing and pulling and mm. nail biting that we're doing right now, it was just as bad back then. Oh, yeah. Rioting in the streets, killing kids. It was bad. It was divided. It was terrible. A president lying to you. I mean, come on. The parallels are staggering. What was that 50 years ago? 50, every 50 years. Some shit blows up in your face. <sighs> we're just living through it. It's not history. We're living in it. Like, oh, yeah, this feels bad. Uh, aiming to maintain a backup of, of planet Earth around the solar system, Bereshit carried a lunar library, tiny 30 million page archive of human history and civilization, human DNA samples, and a few thousand dehydrated tardigrades. Wow. That's a, they, they made it to the top three. And now they're tumbling around on the moon. You know, there's some in the scientific community who are, do not think this is cute, a cute story or a good thing. They don't think it's I good don't. to have like strange foreign objects floating around up there. Although, did like you know Elon Mark, Musk's Tesla? Did you know that uh, when they landed on the moon and played golf up there and stuff, they left behind it's all a conspiracy. like a hundred and sixty something uh, bags of feces. So <laughs> I didn't know that. So what's worse, a bag of shit or a tardigrade? Uh, one hundred sixty bags of feces, something like that. <laughs> That's a good show title. There have been a 
a damn treasure trove of show titles in this episode. This has been a zinger. Well, um, we, could, we could interlude now, or I could keep going. Whatever you want to do. Oh, let's let's go a little longer. I only got two more, three more. Hit me. Eat more salad, Josh. On it. Sugary Western diets fuel newly evolving superbug. A diarrhea-causing bacterium, uh, let's just say C. diff, C. diff is evolving into a new species, one that thrives on your sugar-rich Western diet, according to a new study. Kumar and his team collected mm. 906 different strains of C. difficile from the environment, from humans, and from animals, such as dogs, pigs, and horses. The researchers analyzed and compared the DNA for these various strains and found that C. difficile was evolving into two separate species. Rapid speciation underway. The researchers then introduced the C. difficile clade A bacteria hmm. to mice that were eating various diets. Hey, guess what? Bacteria, mice with the trash diets got sick. They colonized the gut when the mice ate diets rich in simple sugars, such as glucose and fructose. Tragic. Josh. Avoidable diarrhea. <laughs> Another show title. <laughs> Another show. Good band name. <laughs> Unavoidable diarrhea. Well, that's a thing, too. <laughs> Avoidable diarrhea. Our band, we're called AD. Although I suppose with enough foresight and caution, most diarrheas are avoidable. But you'd have to be a shut-in, mm, practically. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. I guess you'll put it to the test in another 20 years or so. Shuffling around in your slippers in a little plastic bubble. <laughs> Just squirting everywhere? What? What? No. <laughs> like hand sanitizing? Oh, no, I'm not a hand sanitizer. Oh, you've given that up, huh? Oh, yeah. You used to be a I'm hand a, sanitizer. I am a low shower, low deodorant, no sanitizer. Real lotion hound, though, aren't you? No, type of guy. It's gonna. This is a. This a little remodel project is gonna change you as a man. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm good. Looking, we're gonna adopt a more Spartan lifestyle. Yep. I'm gonna be completely rethinking the way I prepare meals, Mark. And I'm. I'm oh yeah, you're not gonna have a kitchen. No, and I'm gonna try and make a lot of meals without meat or casein. Please. You know, I want to. I want to get all like Zen Buddhist, Ugh. Nihonjin, down there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you have a fridge down there? A little like dorm size fridge, but I'm gonna get one of those top opening freezers. I think. There you go. You know, keep a lot of foods in there, and then you know, got a soda stream, so I'm not buying Lacroix. We can just make soda water. Don't have to fill the refrigerator with a bunch of canned drinks. That's just for the hemp milk. Those big bubbles. Yeah. You know what you're going to need, though? What am I going to need? All this talk of getting zen, kicking out the alcohol. It's time to start drinking again. Why performance beer is the newest trend in sports beverages. Wow, did you tee that up <laughs> with a plum? Sufferfest was created in San Francisco in 2016 by Caitlin Landsberg, a trail runner herself who wanted to make beer that would work with runners after grueling workouts, often called Sufferfests, and not set them back. Sufferfest. The FKT, or fastest known time. Josh, that's a pale ale. It's low in gluten, like mm. all of their beers. Brewed with black currant and salt to supply the electrolytes and sugars that runners typically crave at the end of a race. Mm. Or you could have the repeat. A Kolsch brewed with bee pollen. Help with muscle recovery and fight inflammation. Interesting. Josh, functional beer fervor is beginning to catch hold. It really is. Dogfish Head, long-standing craft brewery based in Delaware, is developing active lifestyle beers such as Sequench Ale, a sour beer brewed with lime and sea salt. Resembles Gatorade or a margarita. Hmm. Their first beer was a low-alcohol Namaste White back in 2019 with a combination of lemongrass, orange, coriander, and peppercorns. You got Harpoon Brewery doing a recovery beer called Rec League with you chia seeds and Avery Brewing in Colorado oh, yeah. with Go Play IPA brewed with sodium and potassium. Check this out. What's happening, Mark? Functionalizing yeah. beer. No, you have two Venn diagrams or Venn circles or whatever starting to overlap, and those are craft beer and kombucha mm. 
because uh, I will tell you, I think it was the last time I had something to drink was earlier this summer, and it was a, a like a higher gravity kombucha. It was a kombucha that had been brewed a little longer, so it was higher alcohol. So I bought a bomber and had a glass and bought a bomber and had a glass. bottle a bomber like a, you know a twenty two ounce bottle. Yeah, and like had a glass, shared a glass At wherever you were. Yeah, yeah, you were out. Okay, I was out. In no, the world. absolutely, you're actually seeing. Mm-hmm. Many, uh, many leading edge institutions on tap beer, booch, beer. Booch. Oh yeah. It's most, most the of the bars, blending. I would, most smart bar keeps will stock a kombucha on tap if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you're, what part of this is, is that there's a bit of a retreat happening. Cause I think people are going to start turning away from alcohol a little more. Absolutely. As more and more studies and scientific findings point to it being quite detrimental moving away from alcohol moving toward uh healthier drinks the marijuana oh yes the buds and then but also like you know is there a point because there is alcohol and kombucha and that doesn't seem to upset you too much so is there a level where it's like a little more Mm. shall we say zen mark we shall okay or we can get plant-based and aggro the bizarre story of the friedensverst the soy sausage cooked up during World War One. Fascinating. Today I learned that one of the world's first plant-based sausages was created by German statesman Konrad Adenauer during the First World War. Am I yelling? You're, you're being strange. <laughs> you had your hand over the microphone earlier in like some sort of attempt to turn your claw into a pop filter. Cologne. <laughs> Cologne. Was around two hundred. Now you're talking about Cologne. Was around two hundred kilometers away from the Western Front, the main theater of trench warfare, and the city was suffering from starvation. To fight the shortage of food, the shortage of food, and in particular the shortage of meat, Adenauer cooked up an innovative sausage by mixing minced meat and high protein soy flour. Interesting. So to be clear, Adenauer's sausage was not meat free. No, but it had like filler. Just with less meat, it marked Soy an important filler. step in the history of plant-based meat technology. Aim was for people to eat less meat, more plant proteins. The meat was mixed in just to mask the plant-based ingredients because people love the flavor of meat. Interesting proposition. Could there be like a weaning process? <clears throat> like a kit that you'd pick up. You're like, yeah, I would think I'm ready to stop eating meat. I'm going to go get the Beyond Meat you the know, program. Uh, the kit. You go beyond meat three, two, one. You start with it's three. Like meat methadone. Methadone? Well, I guess that wouldn't be a good com- good comparison. But it's just like you're eating these yeah, meat sure. dishes that get it. the meat content tapers. I like that. Plant meat content builds. Well, you get on the program. Maybe they they have the it at, like McDonald's. There's like six levels of burger, right? There's like the meat burger, and then it tapers down to the plant burger, and you can just take that journey. I love the way you're thinking. You don't have to rush. It doesn't, and everything has to be cold turkey, Mark. I think that's a great idea, except for the fact that... That it's stupid? That a, a Beyond Meat, they're getting so good with it, it's like... You don't need to taper. You don't need to taper. What about this? There's the same offerings when you so go. So many hands. And there's like, you know, six different burgers with different degrees of meat. They're all just Beyond Meat. What do you think about that, huh? They just have different like flavor profiles, so one tastes a little more charred. What do you think about that, Mark? <laughs> I think you just move on. Dub the Friedensverst or Peace Sausage. That's another good name. Peace Sausage. Peace Sausage. Uh, Dower's invention was patented in the UK with the help of the almighty German electricity company after the Imperial Patent Office in Germany refused to approve the patent. Mm. And there you go. There's the news I have for you. That's all you're bringing, huh? That is some good stuff. You, I gave you text, the expansion of conversational commerce. Jesus. Is that what? Oh, you were doing. <laughs> Tardigrades. It's just a countdown. C. diff. Was a functional gr- beer. Great batch of stories, Mark. Peace sausage. Yeah. Very stimulating. Uh, all sorts of conversation. <laughs> so was that really a countdown? Well, no, but it's time for the interlude. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Royal Trucks 2.0. 
MJ and the Mississippi crew. Yeah. Power to keep, power going and flowing. Suckers not knowing the champ of champs. Feel your pamper dance. Sucker lose, get booed. Come and use the tools, heavy news. You knew the king of this, swing of this. Automatically, I gotta be tougher than leather. Better in the weather, on top with the baddest. What matter, what matter? To the fast, the real ready, heavy metal. Tea kettle hot, the rebel of rebels excel so well. Champion pizza. Damn. The two. 
Diamonds, black diamonds. Uh, welcome to a new venue. We are avoidable diarrhea. Fitting as we are in a bathroom together, um, in in my newly, not almost finished shower mm-hmm. cell. What are you going to do with this video so people can see your tile work? Maybe we'll post it on uh, Instagram TV. There you go. Check it out on. I think IGTV. we've got a Vimeo or a YouTube page. I like ah, this one. Like kind it. of we're leaning in together. <laughs> You're too close. Oh, um, just real quick, sharing a mic. Let's let's visit my not so much my reporter's notebook, but my notes notebook for some stories here. Elon yeah. Musk doubles down. Ooh, it's upside down on his theory on why nuking Mars would be a good idea. Have you heard about this? No. What? This is Business Insider. Can you can you think of a possible upshot to nuking Mars? What could that uh, what could that yield us? Get rid of all our nuclear weapons? No. Put on your Tony Stark glasses. Make us superheroes. Mm, no. Radioactive powers. No. By nuking the ice caps on Mars, there's a chance that you could create an atmosphere, Mark. So it's sort of like oh. total. It's like Total Recall, but instead of a Terra- Martian-invented thing to terraform, I believe terraforming. Uh, what it would be uh, is, you know, nukes blowing up a bunch of ice. You know what? I think you should stick to making cars. I think... I, stop! Stop! We're giving like all... every. There's like a handful of people that get to decide everything that's going to happen. It's true. God damn it. I heard a statistic. Ooh, a statistic. <laughs> I think the three... The three wealthiest people in America have as much money as the bottom 50% combined. That's insane. It is! No, it truly is. It's insane. It's not right. I'm, that's why I don't... No, Elon Musk. You don't get to just humor every whim and idea and throw some money at it. Um, which one of you two is a genius, Mark? Me. There you go. I like that. Mm-hmm. 